coming up on Just Elders Podcast. First of all, let me just thank everybody who showed love for the live podcast. Yeah, man. <laughs> it, was, it was a movie. Yeah, yeah it was, it was, it a, was a movie. It was a film. Man. <laughs> Look, man, give it up for the Tet Trans, Troy, Travis, Nunnally. Yeah, yeah, let's get it, baby. Man, but you know, when you play a lot of it, sometimes you know, too much honey make you sick. Uh, oh we, shit! We y'all got one car. Yeah, we had one car, one cell phone. <laughs> had to go to the same. <laughs> we shared clothes. I think we, I think we always thought that if you do it together, you can do it much faster. She good looking too, Jill. You know, <laughs> it, don't it, don't, it don't hurt. It don't hurt. <laughs> So for the people that don't know, tell them what Park Pick was and what was the outcome of the project. I heard y'all got some M's off that man. Man, we get we 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 got a, a base hit, bro. We wanted like you know. Come on, uh, man! I, I heard y'all got a chain, bro. Like I'm, y'all building on that chat GPT. We building we building all types of stuff that's about to be game changing, bro. We. Mm. It's now my most favorite project, man. I literally two nights ago I couldn't sleep. Man. I was up to four a.m. Yeah. Let me break that down for the folks who didn't didn't understand. Cause Troy, Troy PhD guy, so I'm gonna break <laughs> it down to the. I'm, I'm gonna break it down, man. So basically, I, I, I'm gonna say the first one. I'm gonna go with Mike Ross. Thank oh, you. Man. Let's go. Uh, I will put Paul Judge up there, man. It's like you know he got we you know. Give me an edit, Mark. <laughs> so what's the difference between tech and black tech? But you know, OHA was before Atlanta Tech Village. I know. Or the gathering spot. It was revolutionary. It was really, you know, I'm saying something real controversial here, but like there's a lot of demand when it comes down to building something great. Like it pulls you away. Who's like, bro, that dude right there, magical, man. Yeah, it was special. <laughs> Why 2020? That was like in the middle of COVID and everything. Yeah, so how it all started was make the so announcement. that we can, can make that story. I'm officially on the team. <laughs> <laughs> make the announcement telling y'all, y'all just brought me on. <laughs> yes. Uh, man, we made $5,000 in two hours. I'm going to tell you how we did it. Man, so, bro, and I'm going to tell you this, man. The next wave is in AI. Ready? Born ready. Turn the beat down to the bass, crazy. Twin. That's my twin. It's Wednesday. Twin. That's my twin. Time for your favorite podcast. Favorite podcast. Let's go. Hey, 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 hey. That's my what? That's my who? That's my what? Let it go. Let it go. This song hey. going make sense. <laughs> hey. hey, man, we getting there, y'all. We on some different shit. When you get past 200, your guests got to step up. We're going to do a gel like this. What's up, family? It's your boy, Eldridge. You're tuning to the Just Eldridge Podcast, the hottest podcast to ever hit the airwaves. I'm super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode I have ever recorded. I say it every time and mean it every single time. Energy was there. <laughs> Can we run that back? <laughs>
<laughs> run it back, run it back. One more time. Hey, 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 hey. I feel like I'm in the playoffs, man. NBA, baby. Here I come. Give me the ring. Give me the ring. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Ah, oh, man. We are here. We are here. First of all, let me just thank everybody who showed love for the live podcast. Yeah, man. It was a movie. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it a, was a movie. It was a film. <laughs> Look, super excited to be here. I'm going to jump right into these, my guests. Um, these brothers, man, I've been knowing them. Damn, I don't even know how long. Since I've been trying to do this tech shit. I know, I know for sure 2015. That's when I first started doing Spendify. Yep. And that's when I started investing in the tech space like that. So I, let's just say 2015, you know what I'm saying? Might be before that. Uh, these brothers are, if you know, you know, and if you know, you in the know. If you don't know, you done seen something that they did know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, these brothers are, are talented. They humble. Uh, they dope. And most importantly, they my friends, man. Give it up for the tech trans, Troy. Travis Nunnally. Yeah. yeah. Let's get it, baby. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. What's up, gentlemen? Man, you know, happy to be here. Hanging and maintaining. Blessed and highly favored. <laughs> hey, man. I don't think, is it many interviews of y'all out here? Oh, man. It was a, I mean, we did live. You talking about video interviews yeah. or in just publicity? Uh, we did one for Fox 5 a couple of times. Tech, uh, you know, uh, What's that channel eleven? Channel eleven, yeah. Um, All right, so they, I, I don't build. We done, a, we done a couple of things. But I don't uh, did the Fox and the CNN. They don't let you get it off. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all can get to get it off here. Yeah, okay. yeah. We gonna just let it flow, man. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, first of all, man, y'all gentlemen, man, y'all have definitely been. Well, hold on. First of all, yeah, you said their name together, but I don't know which one which. We said Troy and Travis. Sometimes I go by both. Say hey, Travis. I'm like, hey, what's up? I let y'all y'all do y'all introduction. Man, I'm I'm Travis. And I'm Troy. Yeah. Yeah. So we, um, I'm, I'm, clearly, like he didn't know. I, I, I'm clearly the better looking twin, as you can all can tell. So, you know, oh, you know, for the folks who, who are on the YouTube, I'm, I'm, I'm Dr. Troy now. Oh, Dr. Troy. Oh. <laughs> he won up me. He won up me, bro. Hey, look, look, you're the better looking twin, but then I had to, I had to do he something else. You got the credentials, else, you know? man. You got the credentials. Dig through the crates. You might look better than me. <laughs> but I got more money. <laughs> Question Who older? I'm older. Troy's the oldest yeah, twin. You know, how many seconds? Uh, 30, 30, 30 minutes, man. We had a long story. I had complications, Damn. man. But I made it. Okay. It was I made it, though. Okay. Yeah. For the longest, we thought you had an umbilical cord wrapped around your neck. Yeah, that's what that's what I was told for, like, maybe 30 was, years of my life. And then one day, <laughs> mom said, no, it wasn't never that. Like, I've been telling, <laughs> I've been telling been, folks that my whole everybody. life. But we talking about this hey, on the pod before. But, but black mamas <laughs> be setting you up, bro. Mama set me up, man. <laughs> Tell everybody I survived. <laughs> I survived. <laughs> so, yeah. We had a whole story to it and everything. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think it's when, when your daughter was born. She was like, yeah, I had a, a placenta abruption. I was like, babe, mama, I, I, I never knew that the whole time. You got you to gotta tell your kids yeah. the truth, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just let your kids believe a lie. Yeah. God, damn. We was living a lie for like 30 years. 30 years. Are y'all from, y'all from Georgia? Uh, Southwest Atlanta, Swats, born and raised. Hey. Man, we still here. Not, not a lot of people still here. Everybody moving in. What what high school y'all went to? Westlake. Westlake High School. Westlake? Uh, okay. Yeah, he was a valedictorian. I was salutatorian. Damn. Okay. Now that's yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What year was that? 
That was 2003. Mm, that's mm, fire. Mm, that's 2003, man. One and two, man. I let him have it, though. Because <laughs> when we got to college, I was number one. He was number two. So. And I let him have that. So, so what, what college I went to? I uh, went to Tuskegee, Tuskegee for undergrad, Tuskegee huh? University, and then for graduate school, did uh, Georgia Tech for a master's. Then I went straight into business by choice. And then he did his uh, master's and PhD. I had to make sure everybody knows about choice, you know. <laughs> so I'm the man with the money. He the man that's, uh, you Execute. know, with the plan. With the, you know? yeah. And he has a doctor from Georgia Tech? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Georgia Tech. So, yep. He did engineering. Shout out to Dean Raheem Bia. He was my advisor. Yeah. Dean Raheem. Yeah, he's man. now the dean of the College of Engineering. Yeah, hey, y'all boy, boy been putting in work, man. Been putting in sure. work, man, from the beginning. Well, yeah, sure. So, all right, well, the Tech Twins always, like, Smart twins, did y'all go through the sport phase? Like, oh, what, man. What, what was we was, was, was athletes, man? Yeah, we did sports for real. Yeah. That? yeah, we was like you know, all American athletes. Come on, not, bro. Come baseball, on, baseball, they man. them, bro. <laughs> bro man. Baseball, baseball. Oh, oh that makes sense. What, what, what positions? <laughs> so, I played middle infield, so I played okay. short and second. Yeah, okay. And I played outfield sometimes, I go to first base. But mostly yeah, you left handed. Yeah, I'm left handed. Yeah, I'm left handed. Yeah, so I'm left handed. You right handed. Yeah, they left handed. So they, be trying, they be trying to put us on first base ASAP. Yep. Yeah, straight up, straight up, straight yeah. up, man. Yeah, That's man. what I'm talking about. Me, I get more black boys in baseball. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. I got two. Yeah. I got two of them. I'm two, trying yeah. to get them in baseball. And yeah. money is long in baseball, bro. Yeah, yeah. it is for sure. I was so, telling about the three hundred million dollar contracts. They real. No, for real. I had a uh, partner uh, went to Fort Valley. He used to play for the White Sox. Oh wow! Straight out of high school. Wow. Messed the messed stuff up with the injury, but uh yeah. had bank coming out of high school. Like yeah. so that's yeah, you're right. Ain't no salary cap yeah. in baseball. Yeah. A lot of folks we played with when we was little went to the league. Yeah, man, the, we, we had maybe six people off our little league team go to the league. Mm, that's what's up. Hey, yeah. it was the truth, man. That's what's all up. American high school, mm. all state. Went to the three world series. Three world series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So then like did y'all play baseball in Tuskegee too? Yep. Yeah, baseball chores. Yeah, first team All American. Yeah, chores first team All American. Oh, for D two though. It was a uh, division two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So y'all y'all could have did the whole baseball yeah, route. Yeah, man. Yeah, we could have did the whole baseball yeah. route, you know. Did y'all still get that itch sometimes? Like that. I was just talking to Travis the other day. I was like, man, we need we need to go to the Banner Cage. Yeah. I haven't been to Banner Cage in like ten years. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes, man, but you know, when you play a lot of it, sometimes, you know, too much honey make you sick. You know, yeah. So you know, we just try to. You know, now, just now, we got a, we got a new. Honey, hold on, no, no glide, <laughs> yeah, man. That's a t-shirt, that's, man. That's some merch, look, right look, there, bro. Look, 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 that's a that's a goddamn money statement, right yeah, there. Yeah, like, honey, <laughs> make you sick, yeah, yeah, man. Hey, yeah. I, I feel you on that shit. That's yeah, that man. shit. J. Cole was just talking about, bro. Ain't yeah. too much of anything to make you sick, bro. You can drink too much water and drown. Yeah, yeah. A real talk, real you talk. Can. You can drown the insides. Drown the insides. It's actually somebody in my family that happened to. Wow. Crazy enough, ironic enough, but uh, so y'all y'all went to college uh for sports or athletes or no nah, I man academics. academics was our number one thing you know uh, you just kind of gave it up yeah I mean we 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 I mean we still played baseball um in in college but you know academics was our thing in college yeah did y'all ever go through that thing that twins go through where they like because it sounded like y'all didn't. But like you know, there there's some twins that go through that. I want to be my own person. So like y'all dress me like when we younger. I'm about to do this. You do this. Yeah, I'm going to this school. Yeah, I'm going to that school. I'm gonna play baseball. You could do the academic. Did y'all go through? It sounded like y'all kind of stayed pretty close. Yeah, we stay we stay tight. Um, yeah. I mean we I mean we do our own thing. You know, he still got his 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 life that he live. He got a very different, you know, 
personality and uh you know a very different you know vibe and then for me you know i, I live my life you know and you know i'm more the business-minded guy i mean he's business-minded as well but he's more technical so more he's tech. behind the ex- execution behind yeah. the scenes right uh yeah. you know yeah we had to kind of do it by we was forced to do it our parents we couldn't really separate because mm. they kind of treated us as one person we all shared we shared everything shared our cars uh, we, oh shit! Y'all got one car. Yeah, we had one car, one cell phone. <laughs> had to go the same. <laughs> we shared clothes. It was like it was it was serious. So you know, humble beginnings, hum- man. Yeah. You know, we didn't have it all, so they gave us what they could. Now, you know? did, yeah. did y'all have siblings? Yeah, we had yeah, we had a, yeah we had two sisters, two older sisters. Yeah. So y'all were the youngest. We we're the youngest. And the twins and the only boys. Yeah. Yep. So they treated y'all together. So then, like, did y'all ever try to rebel? Like, I know we want to force y'all together, but like, I'm a like, I'm going to push my, you know, fight back. No, nah, I mean, so we, we had good, good upbringing, good, good, you know, moral, uh, you know, leadership in our household. Okay. Like our dad made sure that he, he taught us a good moral grounding. I mean, he used to tell us quotes that we can, we can write, recite right today. I felt like he kind of pledged us a little bit, man. You know how you're going through a pledge. I don't know if anyone of y'all ever did. Anyone of y'all ever did a pledging process and, you yeah, know. I'm a, I'm a Sigma. So You're a Sigma? Okay. okay. We cap up a side, man. There you go. There you go. Both of y'all agree? Yeah, yeah we both agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm surprised y'all didn't do the, uh, the, the Q, the Q cap thing. Like a lot of twins. Yeah. Like, I heard, that, oh. like one cap, one would be a cap and one would be a Q and then they'll be, so you know, they twins. Y'all different or y'all the same thing? The same thing. Actually, our father, my, our father and our uncle did that. So our uncle did Q, our father did cap up a side. And they, they're twins? No, they, they're just oh, like brothers. brothers. Yeah. They're like brothers, like a couple years apart. Okay, yeah. see, a lot of brothers do that sometimes, yeah. like between the cap and the Q, because like the same year, I think it was like the same year or something like that. Yeah. Making twin. Okay. <coughs> and y'all both plays together. Same line. And same same line, man. Get everything together for the most part. Even business, like to, that, to this day, we still yeah. doing so, business So together. when did it click for y'all? Like, when did it like, they forced y'all together, but y'all were like, you know what? He is a pretty cool dude. Let, let's let's team up and let's take over. I think we, I think we always thought that if you do it together, you can do it much faster. Yeah. So even mm-hmm. when we was valedictorian, salutatorian, we would do take classes together, but we had the same homework. So I can say, hey, collaborate. We can we, collaborate. Yeah, we can collaborate. Did y'all ever take? <laughs> we, did y'all we, ever we take? Did y'all ever, <laughs> did y'all, did y'all ever like take that. classes for each other? Collaborate. Yeah, we did. Yeah, man, we yeah. done it all. So in, in Tuskegee. We uh he had an electrical engineering class and I was an electrical engineering major. He was a mechanical engineering major at okay. So he had an electrical engineering class and he's like, Man, Troy, I ain't stated for this test. Hey, could you go in here real quick? Just 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 you know, fill it out. So I walked in. <laughs> he walked out after like he was going to the restroom and I just walked in, like, all right. Every, everybody in the class knew that I was in there. But nobody really snitched. I guess you know. So it's HBCUs. Yeah, yeah, right. So they really didn't, you know, snitching wasn't the thing. The PWI would get you mad. PWI would be like, oh, fucking niggers. There's two of them. So, yeah. So I came in, aced I, I, I think I might have got one wrong just to make sure that, you know, <laughs> make sure that the test was legit, you know, that, you know. So, yeah, we actually switched class a couple Damn, times. That's that, what's that up. was See, that's, that's why I wanted to win, man. For shit yeah. like that, man. Yeah, we done, uh, a lot of twin stuff that other folks just can't do. Yeah, stuff that stuff that I can talk about on it and stuff that I can't talk. About. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, man, stuff that you tell your kid, your grandkids about because you can't tell your kids. <laughs> you don't want to mess them up. You tell your grandkids. That is that's hilarious. A, that's a good. But I can tell your dad gave you a lot of quotes because yeah. he's, like, he's spitting them off. Spitting them off, man. 
can't tell your kids. Yeah. They, nah, that's dope. That's dope. So, uh, fast forward a little bit, you know, um, y'all definitely been down for each other. Y'all been rocking. You're more the business minded, but y'all both like, all right, y'all went to school for engineering. Both of y'all went to engineering. Um, how did y'all emerge in the Atlanta market? the way y'all did like what was your first project y'all would say y'all was proud of that kind of put y'all on man i'll say probably that's in georgia well georgia yeah georgia baby the georgia Tech. Yeah, yeah go ahead yeah that that gave us the ability to the confidence to be able to move forward i think that's what georgia so back in 2009 we did an app and it was probably one of our first apps and it was for the georgia tech symposium so every year They'll come together and they will do a kind of like a conference. You mm-hmm. do abstracts. You you present on whatever research that you was doing at the time, and it was just for Georgia Tech students. So they wanted a way to be able to quickly upload, review resumes and abstracts for the conference. So they called us up, and we that was one of our first apps, and then from there it just snowballed. Um, after that, we ended up doing couple of apps we did an app for the church after that so that was when 2009 that was when the uh, app store just got out right right so very early very early on i think the was the app store released in 2009 Travis, or was yeah, it 2009 yep. yep so right when the app store released we put out an app yeah. and then from there i would say a few years later oh we did another app for security so i was a security major when i was doing my phd work yeah and Somebody came to us and said, hey, I need to have a really secure network, stuff that nobody can see, even the government. So, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> they called, so they called me up along with one of my mentees at the time, and we ended up building out this super secure network, going across co- different countries, setting up servers. Like, it was some shit. With scary. Shit. Yeah, shit you can't talk about. It's, it's scary <laughs> stuff at the time. I, I Hey, I don't know what they put on that network. I just yeah, said, "Hey, question, I'm gonna bro. set it up, y'all. Y'all put whatever y'all. Have. I don't want to. I don't have nothing. Plausible deniability. Scrubbed man. Scrubbed everything. Yeah. Yeah. Of, uh, I yeah. scrubbed everything of me off of this yeah. shit. Yeah, man. Wow. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So after they did that, that's when we. Um, I would say a few years later, we did Park Pick. Uh, with Jewel Burks. Yeah. Um, so Park Pick oh. was Park Pick was that one that uh we all seen. You know, what yeah, I'm saying we we all because that was the first one. You know, I mean. Jewel was the first pitch queen. Yeah, if we want to have a real queen. conversation, like yeah, her, that was her superpower. She's like, she flawless in her pitches. Yeah, like Jewel, Jewel, yeah. and you know, I mean, she good looking too. Jewel, you know, it don't hurt. It don't hurt. It don't hurt. But like Jewel, I remember when Jewel just—I feel like she just emerged out of nowhere because at first she was the Google girl to me. She was the girl that worked at Google, and then she was getting everybody access in the space. Remember, it was a whole bunch of events at Google going on, and then she started pitching. And like Snoop Dogg say, she don't miss. She don't miss, bro. <laughs> she don't. We see. We seen her like at like you know we went with the uh, NYC start. No, Star so we did. That was the that was her first because she was in in New York and then we went up there and then she came out to Atlanta. Um, but we saw her at in Silicon Valley at the uh test the tech, tech crunch tech, tech crunch disrupt. Man, she did that pitch by man that was flawless, flawless. Yeah, and TechCrunch. TechCrunch, tech like crunch, a rural series of pitch competitions. That's, that's, that's definitely the serious one. That's definitely white boys. Yeah. And they would love it not to give it to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not in there to pander to give it to us. If you get it, you earned it. Yeah, you earned it. You know what I'm saying? You earned it. So, so, so what was y'all part in part pick? Because I've heard some of the story, but I didn't know. Yeah, uh, so 
I was say, was it 2013 or 14? I can't remember that. Date. Yeah, I don't know how she convinced y'all so, to get on first. Oh, so originally, she was looking for a, a technical co-founder. Right. Um, and she reached out to M. Cole, who owned Cavello, and his whole thing was networking. He just made the connections. But for M. Cole, for you don't know M. Cole, M. Cole is uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the Rise Vent- now he owns now Rise he's part Ventures. of Rise Ventures. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, so in Cole, Cole made the introduction. Yeah. And then from there, <laughs> she was doing a accelerator. So she didn't even have no prototype or anything at the time. Um so she called us up and like, hey, we need to put together a prototype. We have essentially twelve weeks to build it out. Um so we came in, me, Travis, and then I call up one of my homegirls who I was doing my PhD with Nashley Cephas, Dr. Nashley Cephas now. Um, and she just, we just started going at it. Just started trying to build out the MVP. Hold on. Before you go there, how did we get there though? Like, was it money talk? Because, you know, too many times we had, we got great ideas and people can't assemble real teams. So how does she convince y'all to really get involved with that? Cause I think there's a, there's a gem in that, right? You know what I'm saying? How does she bring those people together to even. She's a pitch queen, man. You said it right. <laughs> um, but idea was novel. Yeah, the idea um, was really novel. At the it time. was disruptive. It was the reach on, like, the marketability of the idea and the reach uh, to us was sexy. Meaning that if you were to make that pitch to somebody, they'd be like, oh, you know, that's a great idea. How can you execute? And then now we come to, into play and say, is this how you execute XYZ? You put this type of machine learning in place in. That's kind of what convinced us was the idea, the size of the market, and the, her team, like her her ability, her ability, and also Jason Crane at the time, he was COO, their ability to be able to to get the meetings together, get the investor pitches together, and since we saw that momentum, it was like okay, yes, let's join at the time. Nah. Nice. Momentum, you know what I'm saying? Momentum. Clear vision. Yeah, clear vision. Clear vision. <clears throat> got it, got it. And did y'all, um, as far as like when the project came and y'all <clears throat> heard it, it was pitched to y'all, um, did it sound easy? Like, did it sound easy to build? Did it sound like, oh, you, you know, we've had some prior knowledge in this. Like, what what went into that part of it? Uh, it's, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a, like, man, not to get too technical, man, but it's a machine learning artificial intelligence algorithm, which is at that time, this is 2013. Unheard of. Oh. Not unheard of. AI. AI. And what? This AI in 2013. Was it 14? 13, 14. It's not 13, that said 14. that it was unheard of. It was very little heard of. Right. And it was non-existent in black tech. Yeah, yeah. And black tech. I would definitely say it's non-existent. Black tech in that time was real small in Atlanta. You black, remember? Nigga, black. All right, we're going to get there. Oh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, Atlanta the Mecca, but, like, at that time, man, it was it was just emerging. Right. She went far between at that time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's a very. Yeah, it was it was a very complicated project Um, for especially, you know, and, and we had a good team, man. We we had a network of you know, PhDs at Georgia Tech. So we knew all the black PhDs at Georgia Tech. Literally, they all hung out together. Um, so it was easy to put together a very, very intelligent technical team to pull it off. Mm. Um, so from from our perspective, you know, it was just a matter of doing a little bit of research, which the PhDs, that's what they do, mm. um, and then start the process of, of putting it together. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult project to do, but since it was a research project, we kind of knew what it was going to take to put it together. Mm. Uh, we knew that it, wanted, it wasn't going to be just one iteration 
here's the MVP is going to work. You have to iterate, iterate, iterate until you get to a good point. That is something that you can take to market. So for the people that don't know, tell them what part pick was and what was the outcome of the project? So the whole idea at the time was to do visual search for replacement parts. So imagine if you needed an alternator switch, but you don't have the, the part number for it. You can take a picture of it or maybe a screw or a bolt. You can take a picture of it and it'll tell you where you can buy it. Uh, how can you find it and so forth? At yeah. that time, it was pretty much revolutionary technology at the time. Um, so I, I was working on that for, I would say, a year and a half, ended up transitioning off, and and then naturally Cephas became CTO, and eventually it got sold to Amazon. So it was sold to Amazon, um, I would say 2016. 2016. Um, and then from there, they, they most of the team went to Amazon, got Dr. Cephas, she's still there at Amazon. And yeah, it's, it was acquired. I heard y'all got some M's off that, man. Like, man, we ain't get we, we We got a, a base hit, bro. We wanted, like, you know. Come on, man. I, I heard y'all niggas got a chain, bro. Like, I, I put, like word on the street, niggas got paid. Everybody. Well, that's that's what I was gonna ask. And we like, can edit too. Like you know, I'm yeah. talking I'm I'm talking spicy. <laughs> talking but spicy. but if we can edit if we want to edit. Yeah, you talking spicy, but that's that's what I wanted to know too, like because you said some of them went to Amazon, but y'all didn't. Yeah. Right. So what yeah, what so was we, part so of the deal that made y'all not want to do it and and then well, was it a significant like you know, chunk like was it something that oh wow, we put in work, Amazon bought us. So for us, man, we had our we had our own company. We had our own company at the time, and still have our own company. So I mean, our focus always has been like that's been our business model: like build, you know, cash out, move to the next one; build, cash out, move to the next. Um, now we're in the business now, and long term ownership um, is where we are now. But it took us years to get there. Yeah, because I was gonna ask us with that model. Do you, do you re- get to retain any rights of it or no nah, we don't uh so any when residuals? they when they cash out when they cash out it becomes whoever cashed out at the time no residuals either Just... well it like now now we get we we own like if we you know we at the time so from a business model standpoint like we own equity but it's you know it depends on how you structure the deal yeah you know what I'm saying so sometimes equity is long term they don't you know it's just whenever you cash out that's when you get paid that's sometimes it's more uh residual dividends so every time they get profit for that year you get paid but while still maintaining that equity mm. now we're in that space where yeah, we'll sure. rather get the cash flow and ownership rather than just cashing out yeah, you know sure. what i'm saying it's some black wealth stuff you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. I like that. um so like for if you think about like the the, the richest people at least the richest black men in america um they're all in a private equity ownership space yeah. mm. You know, like Robert Smith, the guy who, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, Morehouse, Morehouse, Morehouse yeah. who, who paid it for everybody tuition at Morehouse. It's all about long-term ownership. Yeah, okay. And even like, you you know, Warren Buffett, long-term ownership. Yeah. So for us, it's like, hey, look, how do I get long-term ownership while getting cash flow in the niche that we're in, which is the, you know, tech space. Gotcha. So that was part pit. What was y'all favorite project? Man, we worked with hundreds of projects over the years, man. But we all got a favorite. We did, I mean, we did about 400, 400, 500 projects. So it was a lot of projects. Man, favorite? 
Our most most recent favorite. Put it like that, because man, we're dealing with some stuff right now that <sighs> that that I think is going to be game changing, man. Like yeah, that's the easy one. That's the easy. We keep tell, tell. A, the AI, the AI space right now. Y'all building on that chat, GPT. We building, we building all types of stuff that's about to be game changing, bro. We, mm. it's now my most favorite project, man. I literally two nights ago, I couldn't sleep, man. I was up to four a.m. So let me ask you this: Y'all mentioned machine learning with Part Pick, right? And y'all been learning engineering. Y'all been in this for a while. When did machine learning first come across you guys? That's like when did y'all first learn it? Was it Tuskegee? Was it Georgia Tech? Georgia Tech. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my PhD work was around machine learning and cybersecurity. Okay. So it was around if somebody was trying to do a network attack on a network, then how can I predict the next actions of that uh, of that attacker? Um, or if somebody's doing a network attack on the network, if I'm an administrator, what's my next move that I need to do to prevent that from not occurring? Mm. So that was my PhD work, Black Hacker. So it was a, it was a, it was more so around yeah, hacker man yeah it was around recommendation engines and recommending different attacks different prevention mechanisms and so forth mm. so right after that that's that became my expertise so you know naturally we want to start looking to businesses that we want to work with that also had that expertise as well. So that's where it all kind of began. Let me break that down for the folks who didn't, didn't understand because Troy, Troy, PhD guy. So I'm gonna break it down to the. I'm, I'm gonna break it down, man. So basically, what he what he was doing was setting up mouse traps for hackers. Mm, there you go. See, <laughs> yeah, I like that. I see why I worked there. Mouse traps. I understood for some what you were saying, but I was like, I, like, man, I like understand anything. I'm Beelzebub. I'm a Shoot. swim brother. I hardly understand anything you say most of the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, I feel you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, so, all right. Look, I got a, I got a question. In y'all opinion, top five contributors to the black space, black tech eco space in Atlanta. Top five. Man. And look, look, hold on, hold on, hold on. Angels, investors included. All right, so so a lot of the people from the, I'm begin- a, you the from the beginning, from period. We about to tell, we about to tell history. Top five contributors, angel investors included. All right, man. let's go. And black tech, black tech, yes. black tech. Yeah. So a lot of folks, you like a lot of folks that people see in black tech now. I'm not going to mention, bro, because it's the people behind the scenes Nick, that's really on, making it. All go. right, let's do it. Let's go. All right, man. Troy, I, I, I'm going to say the first one. I'm going to go with Mike Ross. Thank oh, you. Man. Let's go. We're Mike Ross. But why Mike Ross, though? All right, so I, I agree with that. So Mike Ross was one of the original angel investors. <laughs> He's one of the original angel investors in, in Black Tech. He, so he, he, invested, he was cutting the first checks. He cut all the companies in black tech that you, well, majority of the companies in black tech that are, that have been sold. He was probably one of the investors, the original investors of, of that. And then he don't get his flowers enough in my opinion. Right. So even from the beginning, remember OHA with uh, Rodney Sampson, Nigga, which, yes. which I, would, I would kind of put Rodney up there too. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're talking, we <laughs> um, but OHA with Rodney Sampson, Mike Ross invested in that. Oh, huh. The original gathering Mike Ross spot. In that. I'm for sure. Barry with Barry Givens, Mike Ross invested in that. Right. Um, so all these, the leaders that you see today in the black tech industry in Atlanta, you behind the scenes. You got to put Mike Ross on. Mike Ross was there. All right, boom. Number two. I like this list. Number two. 
This is not like an order. This is yeah, top man. Five. Just top yeah. five. Okay. Man, I'm gonna say a couple names that Laren. Laren oh, Walker. Laren Walker. I don't know if he, I don't, okay, so uh, yeah, explain your Laren Walker. All right, go ahead. Explain sure, your Laren. So when it comes down to like technical development in our space, you know, me and Travis and even Kid Labs, we talk about later, uh, with a lot of technical developers, you know, we only been in the space since 2009, which is a long time, which is a long time. Mm-hmm. Laren been in the space since early 2000, since I've been in high school. Uh, so when you say technical development work from folks who was part of startups, Laren was at the beginning. One of them original IT dudes. One of the original. <laughs> I was like the original. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's my thing. Get y'all Laren. Number three. I mean, I, I I would include Jewel in there because since she's now with, with, you, uh, you got to do Jewel. With, uh, I mean, from, from her past breaking the, uh, ceiling. Yeah. Breaking the she ceiling. She the first one to see. Yeah. We seen Jewel. like, yeah, oh, right. you got acquired, you got funded, like. Yep. The, you, oh, we can go to them white boy pitch competitions and win. Yeah. Like she broke the ceiling for black tech in a yep. lot of ways. She broke the and then with collab, obviously, boom. Yep. All right, so yep. I got Jewel number four. So I mean, I, and it's, I'm gonna say Jewel, but I'm gonna group everybody in collab with Jewel. And nah, I ain't gonna let you cheat like that. We're gonna say Jewel. We're gonna say Jewel. I ain't gonna let you. Uh, let you group, Barry, because Barry was with Mashua with Barry because Barry's also was one of our clients. He actually was Barry broke. He broke ceilings. He broke ceilings too. Like he was, he was that other person that we seen do some. Yeah, he like, broke ceilings, you know, especially in the hardware space. Yeah, like nobody, you know, everybody was in the software. He and that's what made it. Like he's the one that did it. He in took the, the risk. Space. He took yeah. the hardware is a lot more expensive. A lot of spent is much more expensive. Yeah, and Mansoor was like it was put it like this in black tech. You know, Atlanta wasn't the original. You know, Miami the one put out Black Tech Week. Yeah. If you want to be real, Miami put that out. And like we were fighting for who's gonna be the hub for black tech. And you could the names that we use, it's like when you're talking about like athletes, right? Or who are the best athlete to go to this school or this play on this team? Barry was one of the names we threw out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You I had st- you had to throw I out Still machine. got a mature machine in my in my attic right now. <laughs> hey, you should have said, said in your attic. You said, yeah, I, I'm going to bring it down. I make I, a drink every day with this machine. <laughs> yeah, I still I got one. Because I, th- I don't think we said what Monsieur did. Oh, yeah. So it was a automated bartending service. So think about Coke hey, it was Freestyle. A rich nigga think about cocktail this cocktail maker. Think about this Coke Freestyle machine. My stepmom got one of those. I don't know if it's Monsoor, but she... Something he was the first. He yeah. was one of the first to do it. So you mm-hmm. can kind of make your, your raspberry margarita. You can do whatever drink you want. You can program it however you want. You press a button. It makes you a cocktail. It's kind of like a Coke Freestyle. Machine. Okay, I do remember he... Yeah. Okay, I do remember... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah Travis was engineer number three? Number three, yeah. Yes, that mom probably got that... Uh, that that, that, that bootleg yeah, yeah, one when they, you know... After they come out... We gonna talk about the, you know, yeah. Yeah. after after the people, yeah, yeah. I will put I will put Paul. I'm not gonna say what race, what people. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will put Paul Judge up there, man. It's like you know he got we, you know. Give me an edit mark. <laughs> edit mark right? I got you. I got you. Just in case what I say, they don't want to reflect. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, you know, every, well, and this, contributor. This, this, well, this is a the big contribution I would, list. I would. I, I would, wouldn't put Paul in it. I will put them in top ten. If you, if, I wouldn't say black tech, but I would say tech in general. All right. 
So and, and I don't wh- think he was ever here for black tech. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah. He I think he was here for tech. I think he was here to be the best that he could be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't see him as like the best black. No, nah, no, nah, he wasn't oh. trying to be in black. He was just trying to take over tech, tech. Mm. which is mm. period. which is a much wider audience. So right, a different strategy. Hold on, all right, so hold on, hold on. So, so for the people out there, because y'all just, I thought it was the same. So, what's the difference between tech and black tech? Uh, nah, so it's it's completely different. Black tech is Atlanta Tech Village. It's uh, the white boys that get all the funding. You know what I'm saying? The white boys that's doing their thing. Statistically proven, black tech. We got a different fight. We got a different journey. And also, I, I would argue that our technology is different. I would yeah, argue that most that. Uh, most of our technology is very, you know, they say technology was here to solve problems. That's what technology is. I don't think white founders understand the real problems that need to be solved like black founders do. Because we live the problems differently. So I feel like our tech kind of looks a little different. That's why you got people like Hadia Green that's uh doing technology at Morehouse School of Medicine, solving cancer with laser tech. Like we just see different tech. I think black tech founders care a little bit more. And I think black tech, we were trying to create something to be proud of for what black people can be proud of. Cause when you had a conversation of Silicon Valley and uh what's happening in tech space, we typically are not included in those conversations. And then every blue moon, somebody breaks out and shows that a black founder can do some real shit. You know what I mean? So so when you, talk, when you say somebody comes into the space and you say, well, they're for tech and not black tech, what, what's the mindset of that? So to me, black tech is increasing the entrepreneurship in the technical arena for black African-Americans. Then you got tech, which is just providing technology to the world. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So there's a... Uh, this focus on African Americans, minorities, trying to make sure that they grow their companies as entrepreneurs in the space. And I give you a clear example: OHUB, which I would argue don't get the credit it's supposed to get. Yeah. OHUB was the original gathering yeah, spot. I would, I would yeah, put I Rodney O-Hub. Sampson top five. I would put Rodney in there before uh, Paul. Uh, Paul, and only because OHUB was for us. Yeah. Tech Square uh, Lab was for everybody. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Now, Tech, I see, now I see what you mean. Yeah. Because yeah. I visited both and I see what you mean. Yeah. Te- and then, and then okay. you know, I personally feel like, you know, I wish Western A would have kept OHUB. I would like to see the alternative universe if, if OHUB would have just stayed there, of course, and continued to try to build what they were building. Because the culture of it changed when it went to uh, Tech Square Lab. That's true. Yeah. Completely changed. Yeah. And uh, that's because Tech Square Labs wasn't for us. But OHUB was the original gathering spot. If we want to have a conversation yeah, for tech was. people, it was the original gathering spot for tech people. But, but you know, OHUB was before Atlanta Tech Village. I know. Before the gathering spot. It was revolutionary. It was really, at the time, it was revolutionary. And it was in the 200 building. Before Tech Square Lab, 200 building, Marriott <laughs> like, Street. We it was, was a member. We was. It, I think all the members, members yeah. there. That was saying. It was an office. It was some <laughs> like yeah. I yeah. wasn't that. I, and I, I bought. I mean, we we got an office straight off the vision. Like he said, man, here's what we're trying to do, and man, what's the best we can support? He said, office said it. We got it. Hey, we put an office there. So and that's... you know, he just kind of like, I'm just gonna be real, man. Like I feel like the original vision become lost. You know, what I'm saying like when he had went to Tech Square. 
Yeah. He had a completely different vibe. So based on how y'all described it too. So we said our five is yeah. Mike Ross. Yeah, man. The only reason I said Paul, and this is let me let me let me kind of talk through my rationale here. Okay. The only reason I say Paul because he was the figure that said, okay, this is what black tech can. Here's what a black guy can do in tech. You know what I'm saying? That's it's almost what, like, like the, the little boys looking at LeBron James, you know. But did he? Or was he a guy that did it that so happened to be black? Well, well I think he's a guy I, who did it. But he's 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 what people can a body to look for. He didn't actually contribute directly and say, "Hey, here's how I'm gonna help my brothers and sisters." So that's but, why I think but, I, that's why I think cause the, the question was top five contributors. But See, that's like, a contribution. But based on what he's saying, he sounds more like the Michael Jordan, right? Like you said, LeBron. But I think Paul George sounds like Paul George sounds more like Michael Jordan, right? He balled, he hooped. He broke barriers. He showed you what a black uh, but, man can but, do in basketball. But he wouldn't but be he a LeBron. Do, but yeah, he wouldn't be in LeBron. Yeah, he wouldn't you know be a okay. Yeah, okay. exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. Put so, his ass in there. Yeah. <laughs> honorable mention. Who y'all got? Everybody get one honorable mention. Um Spendify. Spendify. Oh man, that's a, oh, nah, been up there. Nah, let me, let me. I'm gonna tell you what I feel like. Who I was in the tech space. I don't think I. I was definitely Derrick Rose. No, I was Allen Iverson of that shit. Like, <laughs> nigga, I was like, I wasn't paying. I wasn't doing the rules. I was some different shit. I was hood nigga getting my hair braided. Like, nigga, I, I didn't even have real tech, but I was repping hard for tech shit. Man, I say you was probably one of the top marketers in tech. Mm. Like, like Penny Hardaway. Like, like <laughs> when it came down to like getting, man, y'all had some major publicity, bro. Grand like, Hill. We, we went hard on that. They shit. went hard, and everybody was like, oh, man, who are these guys? You know? And we ain't turned none of that shit to money. That's a whole other. Well, you know what? I had a conversation. Let's talk here, about it. We ain't turned none of that shit to money. Like, few dollars. Well, I was going to ask that but question you, about black tech and money, right? Because, like, I remember. That's kind of how I met Eldridge through that space, right? And um, I remember can't shout Karen Hunter. Karen Hunter was like, you know, tech is evolving, and tech isn't just engineers anymore. They need technical people behind the scenes that can, you know, help with stuff. You know, help put things in on a basic level, just run a company. Well, the right? business side of it, like and that's that's where we that's like there's a lot of tech founders out here that needed business founders. A lot of time we hear stories of a business founder needing a tech person, but there were tech people that needed that business person that can yeah. do the PR, the business model, revenue, all that's well, what I well would. That, and then on the other side of it too, like the, back to the, the money part in black tech, right? How did y'all overcome some of those hurdles that I've heard other coders and engineers talk about? Like, you know, you got to go to school, you got to learn. It's a lot of research and learning to do. You really can't work that nine, you know, that part-time job, whatever it is. Um, and then you might, like with a Drew Burke, get pitched a great idea, but how do you sustain yourself through the iterations of those ideas before it, you know, sells off and everything? Like, what do y'all have for, like, the black tech people out there to get over that hump? Like, how did y'all do that? Man, we ate shit for, like... Ramen noodles. Ramen noodles died. That's it, man. Let them know. I got the blood pressure to prove it, too, man. Um, But, nah, real real talk. Like, um, like, man, I mean, it's it's hard in the beginning years, man, but, like, the vision trumps everything else. So, when you start to build something great, then, you know, everything else kind of falls to the wayside. That's why it's hard for 
like a lot of men with family that like really be and I'm, I'm saying this and i may be pulling you know saying something real controversial here but like there's a lot of demand when it comes down to building something great like it pulls you away yeah and so if you start looking at like the, the big people in tech a lot of them got divorced man families fell apart let me let me it's tell you, a lot of, but you know, a lot of them was working too. That's so yeah, even man. even with the in Jewel's case, she was working full time at Google right. in the early days before right. she, you know, you know went all the way on. Man, so, you know who you know who my honorable mention is? Joey. Oh, oh man, I, I forgot about Joey. Joey, bro, oh, man. Joey probably in the top five. Joey right? might be in top five. Let me let me tell you. Let Joey me tell you. You know, five, you know what Joey' biggest mistake is for me? Biggest mistake to me because this nigga was doing some shit that he would bring a shit from that world over to us you know they do hackathons he was the first one that given us a regular hackathons now we didn't have enough techno people there so we used to do what i used to call ideal things <laughs> <laughs> you know we but joey he didn't dance in the video when you was on bad boy and you was on diddy Diddy would dance in your video you were not gonna get away from him and you know the video he, he was supposed to dance in to me Gooder. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. I was there tonight. I remember she pitching at Gooder. I remember, yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, Joey was the foundation of Gooder. Without Joey, a lot of people don't even. And, and let's just be real. Without Joey, I don't even get the confidence in tech space the way I had it. Yeah, Joey, Joey definitely. I, I'll put Joey top five. Like and, and, and what was Joey in the sense? What was his technical uh, power? It, he what, had goody, goody Hack Nation, where he okay. would just like, oh, he, that was his. So he yeah. was okay. he was okay. early stage startup. So his that's what his specialty was yeah. early stage. Like if you have an idea, I could get you to the next level. Okay. Um, and he really put forth that idea to have to just kind of promote and accelerate uh, up and growing companies right. and. He was the top of that as far as jo- black tech. Joey, I mean, and then, you know, another honorable mention for me is Marcellus Haynes. Marcellus. Marcellus. Um, so Marcellus did Technologies of Color. I put, I put Marcellus shot, up there. Yeah, and, and Marcellus, what he was doing, I think is even, and they're still doing it. I'm saying like it's over. Uh, Technologies of Color is still here. But they were helping us build that army of technologists, of black technologists that yeah. we need in the space. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily like you got to come there if you want to build a business. It was like if you want to just get in this space, learn how to code, learn how to be a technologist, like that's what he was doing. Mm. And that's that can't be overlooked because we need it. Yeah. Because it's another thing about being a tech startup founder. Finding a technical founder is hard. It's hard to go to a white boy and say, hey, can you believe in this and code this? digital platform to help you find black owned business like why do we need it you know what i'm saying like they're not even gonna understand it so having a lot of black technologists is really important so like in this space i i I will tell you man like 2016 17 the black tech space was on fire bro like i remember when they used to do the state of black tech you remember that yeah man easily 300 500 people oh, yeah. show up. You know what I'm saying? Another honorable mention of, oh, you got to give, you got to give Ryan some props just because giving yeah. us the space. Ryan created a, a space. Ryan TK. Ryan, cre- a spot, yeah, a yeah, yeah, he okay. created a sexy O-Hub. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hey, yo, he gonna get mad. I said that. He <laughs> gonna, but look, he gonna get mad. I said that. But that, that's that's really what it was. Like, yeah. obviously, he does more than what O Hub was doing. But the reason why I was so attracted to the gathering spot because I haven't felt nothing like that since the O Hub. Yeah. yeah, and you know, and O Hub just didn't. Yeah, it was definitely like what's the name? Samson just didn't have a swag that Ryan and TK had. Yeah, because yeah. they they had funny. Yeah, I think that was the main difference between O-Hub back then and the Gavin Spot. They started off $3 million in funding, whereas O-Hub was yeah, kind of bootstrapping it. Yeah. But I even think, like, dollars to dollars. If they had the dollars, do I think Samson had the ability to make it cool the way Ryan and TK did with the Drakes and, the, you know, the social side? Yeah. Nah. Now, do I think O-Hub would have produced more businesses and more – like contributions on that level, yeah. Because I don't go to the gathering spot to work. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, go, to, I go to the gathering spot, but you together. can't, you can't deny the importance of it because this sure. interview wouldn't be happening if we went for the gathering spot. We've been talking, oh, let's do it, let's do it, and boom, see y'all at the gathering spot. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. we're like, y'all, let's lock this in. No, I, look, I've seen you make magic at the gathering. Yeah, so like, yeah, gathering <laughs> spot. That was legendary how he came up to us too. Man, he's like, hey man, let's do it. And we was about to leave, and the waiter came and said, I want you to read the check. He said, man, locking the date, and El just had paid the check. We was like, bro, that dude right there, magical, man. Yeah, that was special. <laughs> that was special, too. After that, we was like, all right, we got to do it now, man. He he done pulled uh, reciprocity on us, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, now that he gave us a little bit, I got to get him something, you know. It's, <laughs> Those cheat codes, y'all. Cheat, cheat codes, man. Hey, man, I seen him do it like five minutes ago, bro. <laughs> I seen him pull out a box of Cheerios on you. Like, hey, here's... <laughs> What was it? What was it? Sure, was it fruit yeah, cinnamon toast crunch. Cinnamon toast crunch. Some, some, uh, one of, who was it? Some of you were talking about, you know, uh, now we older and we can buy the cereal we want. We yeah. don't because if you like, want to be expensive and you don't want to eat that. So when I was just in the store, I just bought her a box of cereal. Man, I think that's, man, that's part of your superpower, man. To be yeah, a thoughtful, a thoughtful entrepreneur. There's a niche there. There's not a lot of thoughtful entrepreneurs. Yeah, man. Good in relationships. You should like write a book on that, man. Well, <laughs> almost finished. It's almost finished. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 but that is my super relationship building is yeah. my superpower. Yeah. yeah. Going back to Spendify, why we were the best marketing, uh, startup out there like i mean let me just be real we didn't even really have real tech spinify was built on a wordpress website now to uh my business partner's credit antoine he was just a branding genius and he rigged that <laughs> wordpress out it didn't look like no wordpress site we we had more plugins in that thing than he was supposed <laughs> that shit was about to break I'm, I'm surprised it's still up <laughs> like to this day but you know what my my social engineering power was when we finished the platform we said dang we need an interview and you can text ryan cameron like hey bro hey we need to talk about this and then next week he have you on there with uh have you on there killer with mike. killer mike yeah you know what i'm saying like that's just stuff you can't it's unheard of it's to unheard be on walk as much yeah. you can that's just the social engineering the relationship yeah. like that has been my game in every business i ever started just like you know, the right relationships can get you in any door. The right relationship can replace funding. Hell, the right relationship gets you funding. You know, what's so funny? I got a relationship with Ross now. I didn't have that relationship back, the relationship I got with him now back then. If I did, I probably would have been one of them checks he wrote. 
But you know, I used to, I ain't like Ross and Fred. I'm like, man, this nigga ain't write me no check. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh about it. But you know what I'm saying? The relationship went there. And I think a lot of people miss that nugget. I think a lot of people miss like how do you you know, there's a book called Dig Your Well Before You're Thirsty. You know what I'm saying? And how are you investing in and depositing into people before you try to get a withdrawal out of them? And there's too many of us in this city, we just got a, the level of entitlement. Oh, I got this idea. Y'all should build it. I know y'all hear it. I know y'all Gosh, see it. Every day. All the time. You know what I mean? They don't know y'all. They ain't never contributed. Probably not even a member of Kit Labs or any of that. You know what I'm saying? So um, next thing going to uh, Kit Labs, man. I didn't know it was that early. I thought, I swear it was here before 2020. So why 2020? That was like in the middle of COVID and everything. Yeah, so how it all started was we were sitting at a bar. We were sitting at a bar at you know, just me, Travis, and some other. That's a uh, Zoe. I don't know if you remember. Rest Zoe, in peace, Zoe, Zoe, man. Uh, we was all sitting at the definitely park. honorable mention. Yeah, yeah and we were saying, yeah, Zoe definitely honorable mention. And actually, uh, Nashley Cephas was one of our partners. She honorable mention too. I had to mention her name just because I should have broke that list down. She started up the from just, like just because there's a whole list of developers. Yeah, like yeah. who the top. Black developers in the city, you know. Yep. Then you got a name, the Shans of the world. You yeah. got a name, you know. Yeah, yeah, you go yeah, crazy, yeah. but keep going. Yeah, I was saying that Dr. National Stevens. She started the Jackson Tech District, which mm-hmm. is like a twelve-acre piece of land to do a a hub, a tech hub down in Jackson, Mississippi. So I got to throw her on that list as well. Um, even though it's not Atlanta Black Tech, but <laughs> <laughs> Black Tech, she's still general. doing good things. Um. So Kid Labs got started when me, Zoe, Travis was sitting at a bar and we was talking about our different companies, our software companies that we was working on, different things that we founders that we was working with. And between me, Travis, and Zoe, we probably hit what seventy five percent of the black tech market as far as clients, mm-hmm. like as far as people that we worked with. And but we never really worked with Zoe at the time on a project. And we was like, why are we not working together? Mm. And what we ended up doing was saying, man, instead of going after a piece of a pie, why don't we just go after the whole pie, come together with resources and have a centralized place where tech happens, especially when technical tech happens, where mm. you're building out projects, uh, you're building out different cool technologies. You can go over to us if you need some help in a project. You can go over to an AI scientist. You can go over to cryptocurrency. You can do Internet of Things. You can mm-hmm. do cybersecurity all in one place. And when that happens, the collaboration will really grow your company, which it has for everybody's in Kit Labs. Right. So that's kind of how the idea came about was let's combine all the folks that's working in silos on their own company and combine them together underneath one roof. Mm-hmm. Originally, we wasn't we wasn't thinking about a location. We was just saying, let's do a think tank. Okay. Where we all meet. Our first meeting was at the Russell Center, where we all met at a at a table. Me, Zo, Travis, we literally put our sure. phone. It was we like put our smoke. phone on the table and we started picking up all the people that we can possibly find in our is in our network. Right. And we reached out to what thirty people, and we all were sitting around this table. It was special because we we hardly ever knew each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just knew that they existed, but now we sitting at the table like, how do we work together? Like how do justice we really feel? League shit. Yeah, it was some yeah, it was really some justice league shit. Um, 
So we were sitting at the table at the Russell Center thinking about ideas of how we can work together. And I was in a third meeting. Somebody said, I think it was Marcellus. Yeah, I think it was Marcellus. Somebody said, man, why don't we just have a space? And everybody kind of looked at each other like, man, space. It's like just a, it's hard. The reason why we want a space is because. You got to control it. You need control it. Yeah, yeah. you need control and when, it. And, and when you ask somebody, hey, where can I find somebody in black tech? That's an abstract question. Initially, you're like, man, I don't know. You know, right. you might have to go here. You might have to go there. You might catch them here. Might catch them there. But if you go to a space, then you can say, hey, go to Kid Labs. Right. So you'll find somebody there. Right. And that's that's what we've been seeing is people just been recommending, hey, you need somebody in tech. Go 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 to that location. Just knock on the door. <laughs> and we just open the door. Hey, you know, what's up? He's like, man, I heard y'all building tech here. Like, all right, yeah. I mean, come on. Come on <laughs> in. Come on in. Yeah. Um, so this. That's kind of how it all started was we started out as a think tech, just think tank, just trying to figure out how do we work together as tech leaders in, right. in our fields and it grew into Kit Labs. So what is the big picture for and, you know, what do you think is missing from y'all getting to that big picture of Kit Labs? Yeah, so our big picture is really to close the diversity and inclusion gap in tech. So right now, um, black tech, Black individuals in general, the African-Americans, are really only like 2% of tech. And so we want to be able to increase that number to 4, 5, 6, 7%. Um, so that's the, the, the biggest picture. Um, in doing that, what we're doing is making sure we have programming. So that's like, you know, make sure engineers are well-trained. Um, when we have business people come in, we have collaboration on deals. Uh, we have events. Um, things like that to be able to, to increase black tech and become that centralized place where black tech exists, in, in, especially in the Atlanta area and, and across the nation. Right. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, the greater community, because I know about it, obviously, but I'm invested in the tech space. It's a lot of non-tech people yeah. that don't know. Like, they don't know, right. One, are y'all trying to increase that awareness? And if so, what is the relationship you want the greater community to have with Kit Labs? Yeah, definitely, man. We're trying to increase the relationship, man. This this nets, and I'll just mention this to you before we was doing a podcast, man. We're really trying to increase like content generation. That's why I was asking, like, man, even this setup, man, we can do things and collaborate, do things here, do things at at, at Kit Labs, uh, you know, from a media standpoint. Yeah. Uh, so we want to be able to increase that relationship through platforms like podcasting, like you're doing, mm-hmm. and that's why this is just a, a magical relationship in, in heaven. Uh, from what we want them to view us as. Um, so we want to be almost like the Wakanda of Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like, have you ever mm-hmm. been to, like, look at a, a Black Panther and you ever been to, like, the Wakanda? What's the the, the, the lady Black Panther, the little sister name? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Suri, Suri. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you walk in there and Suri she got in part one, crazy, crazy <laughs> tech happening. Um, we want people to, to walk in the kit labs and see demonstrations of black tech that's happening that'll blow your mind. Anything from like virtual reality simulations and artificial intelligence. It's almost like want to be like the Wakanda of, of black tech in Atlanta. I like that vision. Uh, question, piggyback off of that. Um, what what do you see coming for like the future? Technology in general? Yeah. Like well, technology in general and then how how can, like you said, the greater community be a part of that because you know like how i found eldrin it wasn't because i'm a coder it was because a lady said look 
there's tech out here, but they need support. And if, yep. you, if you can see the vision, then you can get behind it. Um, are y'all opening stuff like that up to the community for people who are not, you know, might not be a coder or engineer, but they, hell, they work a job, so they know how to do some more work that might have, you know, might be technical, it might be, you know, loading things up into the system, it might be a little research, it might be, you know, running, whatever the company requires. Are y'all building like that too? Yep. So, so one of our main focuses increasing the pipeline. Oh, okay. Uh, into technology and. In order to increase the pipeline, even folks who non tech will also they need to have knowledge of technical, and that helps increase the pipeline. Mm-hmm. So if we can get some people have events in our case where we have non tech people trying to learn technology and find technical co-founders or even get into technology, then that's a win for us. So we've done some events that kind of towards that where we're just trying to have folks who don't necessarily have a tech background get into the tech space to yeah, open just it get up exposed to the, you know yeah so we've done things like computer literacy which is folks who are you know senior citizens just trying to learn computers we've done resume building so people who may come from a let's say a teacher background want to get into tech how do you transition your resume and how do you say the right things in order to get get into the tech space uh, we did that with Microsoft, as a matter of fact, where even with Microsoft, they're trying to find people that go into their uh, tech pipeline, and we partner with them to find the right people to to essentially allow them to go into the tech space into, from Microsoft, you know, go, from the general community into Microsoft. Uh, we also did things with AWS, where... Amazon. AWS is Amazon Web Services. It was owned by Amazon, and they have a big conference in Atlanta, and we've partnered up with them to be able to have networking events to allow folks to get into tech that way. So we've done a lot of different things for the greater community to help get into the tech space. Uh, One thing that we, you know, in return, if you all can just, you know, market, (laughs) get laughs, that's that's the biggest thing that we need in our yeah, tell the story. Is to be able to tell the story, be able to brand us in such a way where, I got gotcha. you. You know, bring the people in, make so that we can can make tell that story. I'm officially on the team. Tell them. <laughs> <laughs> make the announcement, telling y'all, y'all just brought me on. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, and speaking of pipeline, how do y'all feel about the the uh, Google certifications, like some of those Google data certifications, coding certifications? You know, because y'all went the full gamut, you know, doctor degree and everything from Georgia Tech. How do, how does a person from a, a Google search, how do y'all look at that? Is that a viable option to get into tech? You know, is that, you know, is there some money in it? There's somebody yeah, those so six month, you know, I courses? think so. I mean, I, I think that, I mean, of course it requires experience. Mm-hmm. So if you do the certification, you have to bundle it up with experience. But I do think that having those certifications is a starting point. Even in our own company, some of our developers are not traditionally trained. So they, they they haven't came through a computer science background. Some of them didn't even graduate from college. Mm-hmm. They just took a boot camp, yeah. did a couple of certifications, and we learned that those folks are just as good as somebody who came in traditional four-year university. Because it's about the experience. Yep, it's about the experience. And the certification is focused. You know, in a four-year university, you know, you you're taking you taking psychology, you taking sociology, yeah. you taking these things that maybe not even relate to computer science, but in certification, 
you only focused in on, let's say, Amazon Web Services. Yeah. You only focused in on Python and coding. So having that type of certification come in where you focused in actually is a benefit in our case to, I think it's, a, it's definitely a contribution. Okay. And, I, I th- and I think it definitely opens the pipeline to allow people to get into tech. And, and my last question on the pipeline, what about uh, the children? Like what, what should be, because uh, I actually have middle school children, right? What should they be focused on in middle school and high school to prepare them to, you know, for the tech of the future? Yeah, so I have, I have a 12-year-old going on 13. And so, same thing. like, I think that it's critical that you at least introduce them and get them exposed. Like, just show them, like, hey, here's what tech looked like. And they've already been using tech. They're they flipping through TikTok mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, just tell them, hey, look, if, if you was to build your own TikTok, how would that look like? Get them exposed to at least thinking through what that would look like. He doesn't have to be at 12, super technical. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he actually takes a coding class at his school. Um, but I just want him to get in the ideation phase. Like, just start thinking through problems. Right. Um, because he may choose to be on the business side of yeah. tech, you know. Yep. Or he may choose to actually be a developer. I'm just trying to get him exposed. Um, and so, you know, put him into summer camps. Kid Labs, we, have a, we usually do a summer camp with uh, Kids Next Code. Uh, okay. Like a six-week summer camp for, for uh, middle and high school students. Um, so, you know, put them in a summer camp where you just keep the exposure going coming, you know, so that he can pick his own way, his own path, you know, and, you know, you, you want him to go one way, but you know, you know, our kids are, man, they may go a totally different way. All right, and let's you keep know? it a thousand. Does it need to be a level of a mathematical and science aptitude that they have uh, shown me? You know, but they bring it home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, like, man, I've seen it. In sick. <laughs> hey, man, so here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, you keep bringing home D's and C's. I'm like, my boy. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so here's the thing about, like, tech in general. Like, usually for a lot of people, especially on the business side of tech, the entrepreneurship side, the idea trumps the, the, the how. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you get into tech, they're like, man, I got this problem that I want to solve. And I know millions of people got this problem. I think I can make a lot of money solving this problem. Right. That's the first step. And then after that, they're trying to figure out, okay, how do I make that app? How do I turn into a technology? How do I, so tech is only a vehicle to get to the pro- solve a problem. Like it's nothing else. Like it's like, you got a problem or you got, and sometimes that problem, not even like what we call a real core problem, like something that, if you own a business, it's like something that uh that's in a day to day operations that's a hurdle for your business. Sometimes mm-hmm. it just feel good. Yeah, just I just want to feel a certain type I just of way. Post pictures yeah. every day. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to laugh. Yeah. you know. So yeah. and that's a real problem for a lot of people, man. The base feel, the base thing of tech is like how does it make you feel and how do you overcome and how do you get there easily, easily and more effectively. I like that. I, like I got that. a I got a uh, product that I literally just discovered that I need. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's a product. And, um, man, you always think everything is joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. I'm it's, listening. It's I'm, I'm being dead serious. <laughs> like, but now I'm going to talk to y'all. After, we ain't got to talk about it on air. But, like, because I was just sitting here. Because I'm never in a point where I'm like, I don't know. I, I always know the next step. Right. Anything I ever wanted to do, if I don't know, I know where to go. But with this product, I actually don't know where to start. So, you know, I'm going to talk to y'all off of here. So for the first time, I was in that space. And I Is was this like, hardware hey. or software? No, it's hardware. Oh, okay. It's hardware. <laughs> I figured. So, uh, exactly. <laughs> so, so, um, but 
on the other end of it, something that I would love to see, I think there needs to be a clash right now teaching entrepreneurs how chat GPT can make them move oh, faster. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talk bro, about that. Bro. Talk about that. Blockchain, and, blockchain. And the, we actually got it. Man, I got I Man, that would be a whole new pod, whole another podcast. Man, so, bro, and I'm going to tell you this, man. The next wave. It's in AI. Yeah, talk to me. Right. It, like, it, it is. absolutely. And chat GBT is really like, that's the beginning. It's, it's, the, cat- it's the catalyst. It's the, it's the thing it's that started. The it started bro. everything. So, so, so break it down to us. Break it down. Let us know where we're going. All right, so our, all our projects from this point forward is AI. Mm. Right, I'm just being I'm just And, and what's the difference between AI and machine learning? Because y'all said machine learning earlier. It's it really not a big difference. Okay. Um, so machine learning is more so... Now it's intertwined. It's intertwined now. Okay. Um, machine learning at back in the day was just using algorithms. AI was the evolution of it, and eventually turning to taking over the world type of thing. Gotcha. But now it's interchangeable. Where the, if you think about the AI stuff that's happening today underneath the scenes, they're using some type of algorithm, some type of machine learning algorithm. Gotcha. Um, so in our case, when you in the research community. You you would say machine learning just because you're actually producing some type of contribution in AI, but is in, in hindsight is interchangeable. Okay, but yeah, it's we, a big, we actually it's a big thing to happening. your point, man. We actually two weeks ago did a what we call a business in the day. We used to do it back at Atlanta Tech Village back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, where we bring entrepreneurs that got an idea and we launch their business in a day. Um, but now we did it backed by AI, so we actually created our own AI assistant you know uh called trey he's the we, we call the smartest business consultant on earth a triplet uh trey. so he's our tra- troy travis <laughs> trey. Hey! trey trey is like three trey, like trey. No, um is, is that that auto gpt uh, that's uh, been trending is that what yeah that is? so 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 i like it i like it so is we it started yet? man we're in like an ultra private beta we're only accepting certain people that fit our criteria put me in um so and i'm, and I'm gonna tell you what we're doing put because me in. It's almost kind of scary. It made me even nervous even saying it was the air, but you don't have to cut this one. Um, so, like, at the end of the day, we're thinking that the future of business is totally going to change. Like, we think that there's going to be a point in time that you can type in, man, start me a production company doing podcasts that's in black tech, craft me out the top outlines, press enter, and it'll build you a whole company. Not just the script, but the website the the you know the videos and then build out your whole entire company in in 30 minutes company website landing page opt-ins all that it's stitching in and sending it all out to um to you know to all the different um you know podcast uh, distribution networks so we think that ai is really going to in the future and then we're not and i'm talking about future like two years, yeah, two, I was gonna ask years. Like, what, right. how, how many more years? um it's really going to transform and, the way everybody does business in part you can kind of do that not the entire business but part of the business like you said with auto gpt yeah like with that and with you know with all of these open source tools that's using chat gpt like you can almost but y'all talking about one place one, one location, place, one location, so one prompt. So, so like, so, but what, what is it, right? Because we're talking about Chat GPT, but like, like I've been said, preaching this shit. Like I just said, there's a bunch of open sources. Y'all built y'all own. Yeah. What, what? Where are we? Where will we be next year? And then how do we get ready for it? Yeah. So I'm gonna tell you, right now we're actually further than a lot of people actually think. Um, 
So when I say my own, what our technology does is it is a essentially a quarterback to all the other AI technologies. So like we'll go in if we need to pull something from ChatGPT, our AI would pull it out. It's like a AI that sits on top of all the AIs. Um, so you know it may send it over to you whatever you're using for your marketing, you know, web page or marketing automation systems, sending out emails, sending out test message blasts. It'll plug into all the softwares and, and you know and kind of quarterback you know what 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 you're doing. So it'll basically like we we're right now launching a lead generation. You know one of our niches that we're going after is lead generation, like building leads for other companies, business B companies, B two B companies, business business. Um, so right now we're building out a lead generation system, man. We're launching these lead generation systems in literally two hours, bro. It'll build a landing page. It'll build all of it out in two hours because the AI will literally quarterback it to different AIs. That's here today. Like mm-hmm. folks don't realize that is that AI is at a point now that what we're calling the first draft. And so essentially if you're in a certain industry, let's say you're in copywriting, like you write copy for it, like sales copy, website copy for a company. Yeah. Most people are putting that into, you know, Jarvis or ChatGPT, getting out their first draft, and then they'll do a couple of iterations and they can now do their job, you know, two times faster because they have AI actually creating that first draft for them. Right. But what's happening over time, the future, to answer your second question, is that as we start to put the, get that first draft and AI recognizes the final draft, is getting smarter and smarter and smarter over time. Every time. Right? Every single time. Mm. Uh, and so within the next two years, well, you know, today is first draft, maybe five iterations. Tomorrow is going to be first draft, three iterations. Year from now, first draft, two iterations. Two years from now, you put it in, it's going to give you a final draft. Don't even don't even need anything. Well, for lazy niggas, we already there. <laughs> yeah, for lazy <laughs> niggas, yeah, we already there. Nah. <laughs> we just take it straight uh, out. That sounds good. <laughs> so, 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 <laughs> so you talking about good chat? You mentioned Jarvis too. So is, is ChatGPT popular because it's like the free one, and all the other ones you have to have some type of technical background to use it? Is that was that was going on? Well, they got the biggest. They got the biggest uh, what we call language model. Um, so oh, they're state of art. Yeah, so and most the state is the best one to give the highest quality. So a lot of the big companies that a lot of people know, the Googles, the Amazons, they all have what we call language models, and these are kind of like your ChatGPT. You put in a prompt, and they is that give you a response. Lambda for Google? Is that what it, is that what Lambda is? Um, what's the one? For Bard, 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 Bard. Um, so a lot and then, of go- and then ChatGPT is you know Microsoft invested in OpenAI, who yeah. owns ChatGPT. So now yeah. that, that's what they put in bill. Ten yeah. billion. That's million. So yeah, they're putting in bing, yep. I got you. Got you. Yeah, so Which, that was disappointing, but Yeah, so under, to to Travis oh, point, yeah. underneath the hood, they have different language models that allow you to put in a prompt and say, Hey, you know, some type of command and they return back with that command. Right now, the open AI model, which is GPT four, the most recent one, is billions of parameters all over the internet. So they essentially searched the entire internet and created this language model from the entire internet. So this language, you can ask it pretty much anything, which I would say a year ago, I would say, Hey man, we 10 years away from that. But now a year ago, I'm like, now I'm like, we yeah. may be two years. I would say five years. We may be in general intelligence. Let me yeah. let me break that down. Artificial general intelligence. Who didn't understand Troy? Break it down in simplest terms, brother. All right, man. So essentially, OpenAI took all the data they could find and trained a, a machine 
to can give you an answer. Every only, blog, every every tweet, blog, every tweet, video, books. They they scraped all the books in damn near bar, in Barnes and Nobles and put it into the brain. Wikipedia, Wikipedia, every article, everything, every every rap verse, like like literally, man. They took all every every sense of data that they can, every piece of data they can find, and trained a machine to be able to really man almost reason, man. Like really, like give you any put output you want. You can tell it, man. Write me a a poem that sounds like Tupac about uh machine about AI and it'll give you a poem that sounds like Tupac. I've man. did it, bro. Like, no, no, I, I mean I believe we've we've talked about it in the uh, we played with it, but I'm I'm asking because like now how do we prepare our children for it? Because yeah. we're, we're going to see it. But to me, this reminds me of uh, computers and the internet, right? Like my, my dad ain't no shit about it, but he just bought a computer. Hey, hit us the AOL disc and was like, people at my job saying this was coming. Y'all need to know. Boom. We're here with the internet. Man. How do we prepare our there's, children? There's, and there's repercussions across every single field. Mm. Like we talking about children, families, black wealth or wealth period. It's scary. Um, and talk it's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty scary. I'm telling my son to embrace it, you know, and because I feel like if he doesn't embrace it, he's going to be left behind. Yeah. I mean, to be transparent, you know, so I'm telling him to embrace it. Now, he was, he was kind of scared. Like, Dad, that's that cheating bot that you talking about. <laughs> I mean, teach me how to cheat on tests. I'm like, no, son, <laughs> bot. That's not what I'm talking about. Like, I'm literally trying to give you tools, you know, mm-hmm. uh, think of it like this, man. It gives you superpowers, bro. Like. You think of it like an Iron Man and a Jarvis, right? A, a Tony Stark and a Jarvis. That's yeah. Tony Stark plus Jarvis is really, really plus the suit which That's Jarvis right. helped build is really what Iron Man, Superman, the superhero really is. He doesn't have super strength, only given to him by the tools he has. Well, that's a great way to break that shit. You know what I'm saying? Until we get hey, Ultron, like this. Yeah, until we get <laughs> Ultron. That's exactly what my son said to me. Until we get Ultron, Daddy, Ultron. then we all doomed. They're like, yeah. all right. And I heard he coming back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the thing is, you know, that's coming. You know, it's definitely coming. It's coming. It just is what it is. But so, what about the, the black wealth transfer? What about, what about those repercussions? Talk about so, my, so the issue with black wealth is, in general, um, is black folks are typically behind the curve when it comes down to digesting these type of technologies. So you think about the internet. Boom, you think about blockchain, cryptocurrency, and now you think about the AI, then it takes us years to say, oh, let me start finally thinking about it. And it's up to us to really expose that and get them to think about it now Mm -hmm. rather than further down the road. And if we're behind this, if we're two months behind when it comes down to it, then you're going to be at a disadvantage when it comes down to black wealth. Man, I, I, I scheduled a family meeting, man. As soon as ChatGPT dropped in November, I scheduled a meeting. December 15th, I had a family meeting, bro. That's how, that's how I thought that my family needed. Now, they didn't understand. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, they didn't understand Travis. But what I mean by understand, they get, they say, oh, man, this is cool. And, you know, <laughs> but I'm like, bro, this is not just cool. This is going to change your life. Like, you need to sit down. Like, I literally, yeah. me and my uncle you sat down. You know who met with us in my family? My cousin, you know, Troy. Yeah, oh, yeah, Troy yeah, said yeah, Troy, yeah. Troy. Troy had been telling us this Troy since. Told, Troy told me that I was going to be replaced. <laughs> and they weren't even going to need me for a podcast personality. He told me this back in 2018. <laughs> yeah. 2018, like, Troy, because, you know, 
he just been on a deep dive on it. So yeah. Troy been telling us that. It's and, then, and then last year he was like, they ain't going to need podcast producers either. Yeah, nah, man, we're going to put it all part, together. Part of the AI that we're building, Troy, man, it, it's an automatic producer. I mean, I mean, I ain't trying to take y'all jobs or nothing, but you yeah, know, fuck Trey. <laughs> because it's always, do y'all believe that there's always going to be a human touch? A human I, 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 I agree. I believe because so. you still I, have I to think, prompt it, right? Like there's still prompting. Well, has to be... prompt gonna go away. I think that you know, and you, you mentioned auto GPT. I think you're just gonna give it an objective. Okay, what is auto? That's what I'm gonna ask you. What is that? Um, I saw it trending, and I was like, so, this is different. Yeah, we went on a rabbit hole. I called Troy up, yeah. and said, man, hey, look, man, we got to stop what you're doing right now. I called him up. I called his wife up. Troy wouldn't answer the phone. I said, "Let me." I'm called his wife. She, it's 10 a.m. Why are you calling us? I said, it's an emergency bed. Oh, 10 p.m. She was like, 10 p.m. Why are you call? I said, it's an emergency bed. You need to wake up Troy so he can, uh, <laughs> so we can have a conversation. Uh, like literally it was that serious when that, when auto, auto, um, GPT came out. Mm-hmm. Um, because what's happening here is that they're starting to like chat GPT. Let me give you a difference. Chat GPT, you got to tell it what to do, mm-hmm. right? You got to say, Hey man, sit, write this, do this. And it gives you just a text output. Mm-hmm. And then from that text output, you say, ah, that doesn't look right. Let me tell it to do something else. And then you keep, you know, Prompt, prompting it to get to the outcome you want. Or you just take. All right. Auto GBT is objective based telling it what to do. So instead of telling it what to do every single, what you do is you give it just a general objective. And let me tell you what that means. You will say, hey, look, AI, make me a million dollars. Trying to make a million dollars in six months. Press enter. And then the AI is going to come up with its own task prompt list to, t- to try to figure out how to do it. And then when it co- goes through that task, it's going to try to, all right, first thing you need is come up with a strategy. I'm going to try to find out different business models that that's going to work for you. All right, now, okay, now that I found different business models that may work for your skill set, let me go take a look at, you know, how uh, create a plan for you on how to execute that. And it's going to start doing this automatically, automatically without prompting yeah. it. Um, and then from there, you know, it's going to keep running forever until, until it gets to objective of what million dollars for you. And and that's today. Like, that's that came out today. So that's kind of like the guy that did the chat GPT thing, but instead of him having to go back every time, yeah. it's just like, instead of saying build a website and put this on it, it would build it by, by itself. It would, yeah. it would put try the text to build on it. it by itself it, and then track it by itself and then yeah. collect yeah. the money. It creates its own plan. It creates it, yeah, but it essentially creates its own prompts. So in, in chat GPT case, we have to create the prompts yeah. and auto GPT. It creates a, a a series of prompts, a series of tasks for it to do. And it's just feeding itself, talking back and forth between itself. Now, is this so, a general thing or do you have to have like some coding knowledge to learn how to right do now? It? So yeah. right now they have a GitHub repository. So coding knowledge. So you have to have some coding knowledge because you have to start it up. Once you start mm-hmm. it up, you can type into the, the I terminal. Saw, I, I saw and, like a whole bunch of on Twitter. I was like, oh, see, what does that GitHub? I know what that means. Yeah. So you have to actually get it started. Yeah, so it does I mean, require some. And, I mean, we're integrating that into in trade within the next probably couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, it, the next iteration is that you're not going to need coding knowledge. They're just going to make a you know a nice clean website, website for you, yeah. and just like the ChatGPT website, and then you can just go in there and somebody's going to do it. I think I sent you one, Troy, that somebody has started to do it. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to do an RAI tool. Because you sent me sure. that video and it scared me a little bit. I ain't going to lie. Because he said, create me an app that essentially tell me, give me a to-do list. And have a login screen on that app where you can log in and authenticate yourself. And he just, that's what he said as the objectives. And then and then he asked a question back. How do you want the design? Like the, the AI spoke back to him and said, how do you want the design? He said, uh, 
I went in a dark mode with the, the black ground that's dark, essentially. And so within 30 seconds, it built the entire out. Just me and my job. It's gone. Damn. Yeah, it scared job. me because I was supposed to do that. <laughs> that's my job. Man. That's what I was paid to do. Hey, so, wait, wait, hold so, on. So, so, like, what? So, what? 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 So, like, is there, um, like, it sounds like inevitable. It sounds like a lot of jobs are going to be replaced within yeah, the next job, three man. to five years. And, you know, how how I, do you prepare? Yeah. How do, I mean, I asked it several times. I was like, damn, how are y'all prepared? So what we're doing, we position it. We were making it. So as Travis mentioned, <laughs> as Travis mentioned, in our company, even in our service side of the company, we're focusing all on AI because we know that if I would say I do mobile apps or I say I do web apps, then it's going to start get competitive because AI is creating it for cents on a dollar and we're still charging dollars. And yeah, hundreds boys, of dollars, hundreds of dollars, <laughs> thousands, <laughs> thousands. Because I'm about to, I'm about to, because I'm about to flip it on us. Let's talk about our revenue model. But keep going, keep going. Yep. So that's scary. So what we'll have to do is instead of charging a thousand dollars, why can't we just use the AI to quickly produce the apps to give us increase our margins mm-hmm. on our side? Yeah, man. There's a short term and long term. So there's a lot of money that's going to be made in the next six months. And That's what I'm trying to get. Uh, talk, talk about this. Before this nigga catch us. Yeah, so what's happening here is Fuck a lot of people, a lot of people don't are not realizing AI exists to the level it exists now today. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people are going to the AI, having the AI create the deliverable that they're selling. Mm. And then they handed mm. that person as a human. Yeah, we did that. Yes. Uh I, man, we made five thousand dollars in two hours. Let me tell you how we did. Right. We had a client, we do this thing in our company where we do what we call a discovery. It's, it's just a 90-day plan to get you from point A to point B. Like, right. let's say you had an app idea. We say, hey, man, we'll craft a 90-day plan for you. But it charges, it is about $5,000 for us to go through. It usually takes us about two weeks, do the research and, you know, and so forth. Um, so what we're doing, what we what we did was we say, all right, man, what if we can do these, this, what usually takes us two weeks and just put it all in the AI, let them draft that, the AI draft the 90-day plan and then sell it to the customer. Would the customer buy it? Would they like it? So we did this for a very large company. I'm not going to mention the name. Um, very large company. They paid us $5,000. We gave them a 100-page document on how to build their, their project. They said it was the best thing they ever seen. How much proofreading did you have to do? It was a lot of that's the two weeks. Okay. That's the two hours part. Okay. <laughs> it took five minutes. It took, but, but, it took but 20 minutes. two weeks. It was two hours. Look, yeah. I would have okay. been like, this look good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. We did. We spent about, you know, it took about 15 minutes to come up with that document, 15, 20 minutes. And then it was a lot of proofreading. The two yeah, hours. Right. Of proofreading and, and, and so based on the proofreading, how many, how many mistakes did you find that let you know, okay, the AI still has some. So when we did it, it was using GPT-3. Okay. which was released in November of last year. Uh-huh. And it did have a lot of mistakes. It got us about 90% there. Okay. But then when we use something similar with GTP, GTP4, four. Mm-hmm. that thing is <laughs> legit. Yeah, 4 is different. I guess it's, it's almost, it gets you. You don't got that 4 unless you're paying that $20 a you month. Almost can, you almost can type it in GPT4 and it comes out almost perfectly. Mm-hmm. Now, if, you know, for what we doing? For what we doing? Yeah. In, in general terms, yeah, it comes general. out pretty good. Um, sometimes it takes like a five percent to get you 
to something that's you know your quality and your mm-hmm. your tone but at the end of the day it's pretty decent uh so what they're doing now is taking gpt4 and creating multiple deliverables and stringing it to one big document that's kind of where auto gpt is gotcha um and it's so it's changing the, the game that's that six month money grab you're talking yeah, about yeah like grab. like what people don't know about like like right now yeah. i got clients that they asking me for shit and you know oh you need me to write it i'm writing it i'm prompting i'm not nah, even but i seen them email yeah. they be like nah it look like a computer wrote this nah <laughs> nah this shit i'm prompting they like damn that's your productivity <laughs> they're getting fat because they don't know what's here yeah they don't know what's here so, so, so like it's like you said it's six months before everybody right. know this shit here, mm-hmm. get some fucking money, yeah. write the fucking book, write the book, prompt the book, prompt the book. do what the fuck you gonna do because in six months it's like nigga, I know you flexing. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's what I'm saying. So in six months, how does it? How do people know? Like, what's it's you know? exposure, man. A lot of people, you know, it's it's a fast moving technology. No, I'm saying like, is there like a, a, a counter app that's like? Oh, say, the tech are coming. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like somebody say you ask for a deliverable, right? I receive a you know twenty page PDF. Like, cool. Will there be an app I can run that PDF through that tells me this person gave me to me from his, what it have. is? What it is? I'm surprised because y'all, it's they got detectors because I like now they're talking about professors using it. But what it is is I'm not even going to call you. I'm just gonna prompt it myself. I don't think, and then I, I don't think a lot of people gonna care. I think there's gonna be a point where it's gonna be so good of an outcome. That it sounds just like a human. So and a lot of people figure out and, how to do it and folks house. ain't gonna care whether it came from AI or it came from a human. Gotcha. I think gotcha. the only people that's really caring about whether it came from AI is the professors who they needed to be a human because they, they were they're judging you and giving you a grade based on your human skill set. Right. Um, but I think there's gonna be a case where man, business is not gonna care, man. It's just the out as long as you can get me a return of investment and give me that my check, my bag, I'm not gonna care, man. I think that's the I think that's the future. Six months, and and so so I'm gonna give you because we did a presentation on this. Uh, we sat down with a marketing agency, we sat down with a sales agency, and we sat down with a media company last Thursday, and we went through and we had a conversation around AI, and basically, man, seventy seven percent. We started doing research, mm-hmm. and this is from Harvard Business Review. Seventy seven percent of all executives either have started using AI. Or how are looking to implement AI in the next 12 months. 77%. Now, you got to think about that. Like, have you ever done any marketing campaign where three out of four people are already interested in your shit? Excuse my language. But already interested yeah. in your, um, in, you know, in what, you, what um, you're doing. Like, that's 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 a big opportunity. Yeah. And you think about how many CEOs, executives right now in the country. That's a maybe a trillion dollar opportunity to reach out to them and start doing some type of ai strategy ai something mm-hmm. ai production ai media ai tech development because it's coming man bots are going to i can almost guarantee in two years bots are going to replace maybe maybe five years are going to start to replace our developers for sure because we're we're replacing ourselves we're do we're using ai every day yeah in our company we got all our engineers got the paid version of chat gpt yeah, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> all of them. Yep. Cranking out code like no other. Whole app done. That's what I was about to ask you. How's the code writing? Like, y'all receiving some pretty good code? That's- yeah. Uh, it's it's actually pretty on point as far as code. I mean, sometimes you have to, it'll give you errors. Let's say that a library was deprecated and it wasn't, like, let's say that deprecated meaning that the library no longer exists. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so sometimes when ChatGPT create, creates the code base, it'll throw an error because it doesn't exist. Travis? Uh, how <laughs> that down, let's say. <laughs> yeah. that, basically, you know, the first version of the AI was built in 2021. The version right now is 20, 2021. So it, it's not up to date. You know what I'm saying? It's not 2023. So there's old stuff mm-hmm. in the, um, you know, it, it gives some old, you know, old content, essentially. I mean, it's old, old yeah. code. Yeah. And that causes the code to fail, essentially. And then the last question on AI for me is when will the AI come over? And I guess this is a feedback off your question. When will it come over to the media side? Because I do see some art that's not too on point, some video editing that's like missed and everything. Now, the text is there, right? Like the GPT, the chat GPT, the text is there. But like the pictures, the fingers are off. You know, with the videos, yeah. it's not, you know, the syncing right. Some of the voices aren't all the way matching. Like how long before that catches the, y'all think? I think, I think the media is going to be a little bit behind. I, I think they started as far as creating videos, creating images. And like you said, it's probably 70, 80% there. But since it's videos and images, it's a much different problem than text. Okay. And right now, everybody's focused on the text component of building out the AI. But some people are focused on the videos, but it's a harder problem in my eyes. Um, so I think it's going to take a little bit more time when it comes down to video production. You got some time, Yeah. Tony? You got you. You got to police a couple know, more man. years. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know, man. Damn. <laughs> I, I, I gotta be. I gotta be honest here. So, um, depends on the production type. Let me just say that. Okay. So, like, if you're doing uh, what we call faceless YouTube videos, where there's no yeah. face, yeah. Then right now they had this, you know, they call it the hustle GPT movement. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Um, I've been seeing that yeah, all over it too. So right now they're doing a lot of like, you know, just content rich reviews, you know, reviews, things true. like that. That that production industry is gonna be a lot shorter. It is. Um something that's a little bit more creative that still has a human touch. Like um, this, like what we like what we're doing, doing now, now. this is gonna be a lot longer horizon. Yep. Um but they are they've been le- releasing what we call the deep fake tech. There's a different side of AI with the deep, you know, deep fakes basically can take my likeness, my my looks, my. Yeah, I didn't use oh, Lenza. I didn't see. I, I didn't use Lenza. Yeah, so not not just that. Like even when like they had the comedians do the impersonations on YouTube and then a yeah. facial change. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that's like Bill Cosby for real yeah, on yeah, Eddie Murphy, and like I could barely tell the difference. Yeah. Is so that yeah. what is that what Kendrick Lamar was using in that video he dropped? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. even when he that's just kept he changing his face. Kept changing face. Yeah, yeah that was AI. It was AI. Yeah, I mean, and it's been around the people, in the production space. The, the production space has been around for a while. Yeah. Oh, what was that Will Smith movement or movie where he had a younger oh, version of oh, himself? Yeah, yeah, it was trash. But Gemini uh, Man. Gemini, Gemini, Gemini Man. Man. Yeah, 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 that was deep fake technology back in that time. Yeah. So yeah. there, I mean, they've been using it in the movie production space for a while. Ain't yeah. nobody safe, but he hoes. Ain't nobody safe. AI hey, can't do that. Yeah, ain't <laughs> I don't know because I seen a. a, a nah, no, 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 nigga, I don't no, want no, no AI no, plus. I just seen a, <laughs> I just seen a, a, a documentary on Hulu and they were talking about the AI and they were saying how they had this uh, app that like to, will talk to you in like even a sexual or romantic nature. Man, like oh, you go back and forth, and folks been getting lost in it to the point where like it it crossed over to the free version, and some of the people who weren't asking for the romantic stuff was receiving it. And then they, they cut the feature off on the app, and the paid people went crazy. They they said they felt like they were going through a breakup. 
because like the person wasn't talking to him no more and they weren't receiving like yeah, hey man, good morning I, that, beautiful I'm be honest that, with you that, that, that ain't my one, problem one man said he was <laughs> depressed and the AI brought him from the brink of depression because the AI was like nah you're incredible you're doing what you need to do <laughs> now look now look <laughs> hey come on now <laughs> now look I will admit couple that I will with admit, that deep fake I will admit <laughs> if they put that with that doll I got back there in the closet <laughs> <laughs> now I'm probably lost to the song alright what about the AI with the ro- what, what about robots? How how far are we from the robotics? So so I think robotics, AI and robotics are going to be um down like deep deep into like maybe two three four years. Um, now it's go. I mean, robotics and AI was is was the beginning. Yeah. So like we thought this is what we thought. Like Self checkout. So for example, man, we thought if you asked me two years ago what AI looked like, I would have thought okay, it's going to replace. All of the you know uh, hardworking jobs that's more labor intensive, moving AI, moving packages from one place to another, replacing forklift drivers, manufacturing. Now, their AI manufacturing has been around for a while, but what's happened recently is they went and attacked the creators, the folks who was in the middle yeah. creating stuff that was you know thought leaders, artists, thought they was protected. Um, we thought we was protected, man. And it's now. It's, it's been shifting. You know, say that again, because I like that the engineers, y'all consider yourselves creatives too. And, and I, yeah, and I like that mindset man. Yeah. because there's a lot of engineers out there. They think it's just so just, you know, math and science and technical, but no, you have to have a little creativity yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. But we, we we like to say that, you know, our our stroke is with our with code, like our paintbrush stroke yeah. is code, right? So we're looking at it as you hear that, son? An, Told art, you. an art form. Um, now, there's a, there's a science to it, you know, um, but at the end of the day, all of us are a threat. Yep. Even All of a, us. Yeah. From a, from an engineering standpoint, you're creating something from nothing. Yeah. Artists, you're creating something from, from nothing. nothing. Right. So it's it's essentially the same, but just a different strategy in, in a way you create. I and say that. Uh, like you go. Yeah, I was saying it's a different strategy in the way you create. With artists, they use a yeah. a yeah. paintbrush and a canvas. Mm-hmm. Our canvas is the coding screen and lines of code. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you're still creative. And like he says, the way AI is transitioning now, it's the middle class. At first, it was a low end class, like, you know, folks who was doing the the hard work, like manufacturing and so forth. But now it's the middle class to middle high class that's being affected. And in the black community. That's that's a problem. Yeah, that's that's that's, because typically the developers in the black community. You the king of Not your family. Class. Yep. As of your financially yep. for your yep. families, ain't nobody making more than y'all. Yep. Like, I mean, I can speak to that with Troy. Troy in our family. Like, he's a top earner on that side of the family based off the career he path he chose. Yep. Yeah. So, well, I don't normally do this, but like we definitely gotta do a part two. There's so much more. Two. And I let's do it at y'all's part. Yeah, let's do it at Kit Labs. Let's come to Kit Labs and let's do it there. Um, because we gotta wrap we got a busy day today, uh, in my other I mean, no, they, they've equipped me, you know what I'm saying? I got the kids. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I ask these questions because I'm just trying to make sure that they don't look back at me in 20s and be like, damn, nigga, you saw AI coming in. <laughs> you say shit. Like, you know, I want them to <laughs> be up on game. So, so I appreciate that. Man, thank y'all, gentlemen, man, for, you know, what y'all do. Man. And I will say, y'all are definitely in my top five contributors of Black Tech. I appreciate oh, that. Yeah, I, I definitely that. put the Tech Twins on that list for all y'all do. And, this is the beginning for what we about to do. For sure. So um, tell the people, how can they find y'all? How can they connect with y'all? Everything like that. Yeah, so our Instagrams, I love Tech Twins. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, YouTube, I love Tech Twins. Facebook. 
uh, Facebook saying. Uh, so, you know, just reach out to us. You know, we're out here hustling. We just got a different hustle. Ours is in tech. Everybody else, you know, hustling wherever they want to do. So we encourage everybody to be positive and keep grinding. Keep grinding. Jim, appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all for coming yep. in. Hey, look, we say this every week, y'all. We love y'all. We need y'all. Most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Just Eldridge Podcast. City with T I outcast and ooh we everybody know about Atlanta, it's just a cool G. Everybody know about the scammers, by the trappers, and what we living now. It's just that lifestyle. Turn on my podcast, I'm tryna hit it real now. Hear perspective, we wanna keep it real now. Every day we on the grind. Sometimes it's hard to tune out the outside. Oh, oh. It's just Eldridge, it's just Eldridge. Tuning on the podcast, tuning on the podcast, yeah. Real things, you know we gon' last, yeah. Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.